I got my uh, I got my notebook like I was on Earn Your Leisure. You know what I'm saying? I had to take some <laughs> notes on, on the on the tracks. I was like, I know I got to come for correct with these gentlemen. They ain't playing well, on you it. know, I mean, not really, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna see. Yeah, man, uh, it's good. I to didn't have take you. no bars and verses. I mean, I didn't I didn't write no bars down though. I just was listening to the songs like skip play. Yeah, like, the first yeah, two minutes. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. We went. Welcome to Beers and Bars, your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and, of course, great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode. You know what I'm saying? We've been doing our thing, bringing on a bunch of different creatives, uh, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, first time on the show, we have a guest with us today. You know what I'm saying? First time on the show, we're going to let our, our brother here with us introduce himself. Go ahead, my man. What up, world? It's Beer Talk Now, your host, D-Neal. I'm here on Beers and Bars, man. I've been waiting, man. We had a great conversation Ooh. when we was talking about that Mace album, you know what I'm saying? The Harlem world, I had to go back and say, <laughs> man, I only know it's only five It's only five tracks is fire. I don't know what y'all talking about. Fat oh, <laughs> on the night when we oh. <laughs> On the night we did what? it, man. Yes, only I, I only like five for me. That's me, that's me. We, we, we'll jump into that later, but I'm just saying. I had okay. to go back. I listened to every single song while y'all still was on live. And I'm like, nah, man, they tripping. I mean, it's got I some like heaters, that. but I was like, the five I picked, and I wrote them down in the comments, but y'all y'all already uh, logged out. I was like, damn it. I'm going <laughs> to get back with them. That's for Why real. Why are you over there? Look, okay, okay, okay. Come okay. on, man. Come on. That's that's one of the hottest ones. You know, okay, tell me okay. what you want from me. Total. You got uh, you got Ooh. the I mean, you got the Harlem work. I mean, the bad, bad. bad. Hey, he out he out the gate with it, baby. He out the gate oh, with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 25 hours to live. What yes, would that you was do? no. That one was fire, man. That one probably was the hottest one for me. For sure. She was not 19. I followed her to school. She was not. My homies used to say that all the time. (laughs) Hey, fam, she was not 19. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, we're going to be chopping it up with D-Neal regarding his platform. You know what I'm saying? What he got going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, Outside of that, of course, we are a beer podcast, beer and rap. Uh, Before we do anything, let's get into our beers, man. Come on, you going first today. All right. Um, Well, um, Shout out to John at Revolution Brewing. Uh, mm. I got a Cuvée de Grace on here. Mm. Um, on here today. Uh, this is a barrel-aged ale, but I believe this is part of the barley wine family. Um, this is part of their uh, limited edition Deep Woods series. Mm-hmm. Um, there is nowhere on this can that states the ABV. <laughs> and I had one of these Friday night mm. trying to watch American Werewolf in London. Wow. And uh, I really liked that movie and I ended up falling asleep on it. <laughs> and I like, woke up several times and had to rewind and like, what's going on? I look up the ABV, it's 15, it's 15%. Right? That's what I'm talking about right there. So now I wasn't talking. really, like, I knew it was high, but I thought it was like maybe 10 or 12. Not 15. Hmm. So um, that's what I'm going to have this evening. That's what's uh, up, man. We have good. to connect. We have to connect, Kamal, because Kamal has something for me as well, yes, too. I got a whole oh, pack right. for you. Man. Let's kick it to, you know what I'm saying, California now. Let's go ahead and go with the homie Daniel. What, what you got over there, man? Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I got this uh, the Federation Brewing Company out of Oakland, California. 
It's called Punch a Dinosaur. You know what I mean? That's some, I, I just like the name on that joint. True. Uh, this is a dry hop sour. And it's only, mm. I think it's only like, yeah, it's only 5.1 ABV. And then also I got, you know, shout out to uh, Oak Park Brewing Company, which is in Sacramento. They did a collaboration with a, a foundation called uh, Paint the Globe. They called it, now they, on the can, they call it Print the Globe. And it's just a blonde ale. And it's only, uh, it's only five, uh, yeah, only 6.5. I was going to say 5.5. But I mean, shout out to them. I do a lot of, I go over up there to sack quite a bit. And then, man, you know, I had to go heavy, man. Uh, the the Hedzo, this is out of Drake Barrel House in uh, San Leandro, California. And this is an 18.5. And this is a uh, American ale, but it was uh, barrel aged in, uh, Wait. in bourbon barrels. Did you say an 18.5? 18.5, man. You about to drink that tonight? Yeah, man. Hey. Come on. <laughs> you know what? Use I like that though, because usually I'm the one that's like, so typically I'll have one beer for the show, but mm. then I start getting into the conversation and then I'll be like, I text my wife like, hey yo, slide me another beer off <laughs> off, you know, from over here somewhere. So but um yeah, man, I am having today um a black is beautiful joint from Solemn Oath out in Naperville. Mm. Uh, Naperville, Illinois. Um, I went by there this Friday and that joint was popping. Like I thought it was like a company event or something. People was just, I guess, happy to be back outside and whatnot. But yeah, man, uh, this is their Black is Beautiful joint here. I think this is at eight and a half percent. All the proceeds from uh, Solemn Oaths Black is Beautiful goes to my black, my hood, my city. So um, let's toast it up, man. Let's toast let's it up it, real let's quick. Let me, real. Let me um, crack my joint open. This is an OG type stout, you know what I'm saying? It's not no crazy adjuncts and all that. It's just good and roasty and, you know, yeah, man. Oh, nice. Man. Look at these pours around here. No, yeah, we're doing man. the whole can. I might look, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get it. All right, here we go. There we go, baby. Nice. I don't know why uh, D. Neal, man. That just reminded me of, uh, what's that? Beer Fest. Yes. <laughs> Yes. With, with the with the, you know where you gotta you know you turn it up the yeah, boot with the, with the boot yeah <laughs> I don't know why that just just reminded me of that man short quick story I had to um when I was in college it was my first time at a like working they had a little restaurant on campus and so my first I think my first week we had our um it's like Earth Day or whatever it's at UC Davis in California so literally everybody that's twenty one sometimes people who ain't twenty one <laughs> be coming in there. And they get their friend or something to get beer. They was like, there was going to be a rush. So I was like, all right, cool. I get in there behind the bar. They like, I want this, this, and this. I'm pouring all these pints, right? And the one dude, he was like, this must be your first time because you ain't got nothing but foam covering half the glass. And they was like, get out of here. So like Damn. literally, literally like, because they was like 20 deep at the bar. So he was like, bro, you got to move. And I was like, all right. So he taught me a little bit in the back. I mean, like I was mm. on just the other handles. But I was like, this is crazy. Ever since then, man, just trauma. So I was like, make sure I pour it right. <laughs> okay, so actually, yeah, that's, a, that's a good segue, actually. You're good at this. <laughs> All right. So, so let's, let's, start, um, let's start with what people will know you for right now, uh, which is Beer Talk Now. What is Beer Talk Now? Beer Talk Now is a guy <laughs> who, was, who fell in love with beer. Uh, probably like when I, when I was young, I just didn't really – had the palate it wasn't really um refined at that time mm -hmm. but really what beer talk now is as a, as a whole is just a guy who loved beer who want to showcase a lot of the brewers and the people behind the scenes so like the the person in the cellar the person who the marketing and uh, the sales and also just uh just showing that beer is a business especially craft beer 
and there's not a lot of black folks in it. So it was just a black man's take on, on beer and really talking to the people who get their hands dirty for 14, 16 hours a day mm. uh, just for us to drink a pint of beer. So yeah. that's, that's what beer talk now is. Um, and it is only on uh, Instagram or how does that work? So it's on uh, beertalknow.com. Mm-hmm. I have all the audio up there. Um, I, I use Wix <laughs> to set up my my website at the time, and I wasn't very savvy, tech savvy with that. So it's really uh, outdated as far as the format, but as far as the audio goes, you can get all the audios that I've done with um, brewers and people in the in the beer industry one on one in person. And then I just do Instagram because after when COVID started, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to continue this podcast. My girl was like. I kept telling you, get on IG, get on IG. And then shout out to Lady Logger from Rhythm Brewing Company. Word up. She, she, was, she was reaching out to everybody to promote her brand, which I think was ingenious for her to do. And me and her had such a great time on IG Live. We did like, I think we did two, yeah, two, two IG Lives. Cause she, uh, I sent her beer. Uh, she sent me beer. And then like, it was just what her vision is and where she at now. I mean, doing a collab with Samuel Adams. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, that's what, that's what really hit me to be like, okay, IG Live is, I got more comfortable with it to where you can still have the type of connection in person when it's just you and somebody else, or even a couple of people on the camera, as long as, you're, as long as y'all got the same type of vibe, it don't matter if you're in person or not. So I got it on, like I said, beertalknow.com. I'm on YouTube as well. I just dropped, I mean, I got to actually, I actually got to promote the last two episodes with a, a old colleague of mine called yeah. Chef, uh, his name is Tufu, but he go by Chef Tufu. And he, uh, he's a chef. He was on. Uh, oh, yeah. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you very much. I'm subscribed. Much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, I, yeah. So I got those last two episodes. I finally learned how to schedule. It's such an easy thing to schedule videos, videos on YouTube. So now I just get my, my stepdad, who is my videographer, when we go out to, to interview people. I, mean, I just straight up just get all the videos for the month. So yeah. this, this month I'm dropping uh, Josh Diggs. He had a Timiscal Brewing Company. He's a brand ambassador. He was at Fresh Fest. Okay. So I'm going I'm to drop that too, man. So I'm trying to be everywhere, man. I got the the Twitter, which I got to change the password. I haven't got on Beer Talk now for Twitch, though, because I was like, I don't know. But now I'm just like, screw it, man. I'm going to put it on everything, man. So you're going to see me everywhere. Just go to beertalknow.com, and you can get all the all the social media handles at the bottom. Um, so how long have you been let – me, let me ask this. How um, – what made you think that doing Beer Talk Now was – uh important or was needed why did you think that uh why did you want to start it at all I just wanted to, man i just want to do my moniker my three things in life man as a career Dr- eat, eat food drink beer talk shit that was the three things that i wanted hey. to do. and at first when i when i first thought about beer talk now i was just like man i love running my mouth i'm mm-hmm. always talking i'm always drinking beer so let's let's get it let me do something with it and it was actually i got a shout out uh his name is adam Yee. He has a podcast called My Food Job Rocks. He's a food scientist. And uh, he, he went to, um, he, I'm a food scientist as well, but I always tell him, like, I just went to school for food science. You actually practice it. And he's like, man, shut up. You're a food scientist. But he, uh, he had his podcast for a long time. And I just thought what he did was so amazing because nobody knows what food science is. Nobody really thinks about what it does. And he literally talks to people, I'm talking about around the world, mm-hmm. that are food scientists and like that are working on, like, for example, in one country in Europe, they're, they're going back to using bread to make beer. Um, he talked to several other people that I was just like, man, this is amazing. And he really has like in-depth food, food conversations, but at the same time, he also likes drinking beer too. So anytime he can get craft beer in there, he always throws it in there. So I just thought that was 
a beautiful thing. And I was like, man, we can do it. And he was like, let's do it. So it took a year from 2017 to 2018. Uh, I wrote out like what Beer Talk Now was going to be. How am I going to get audience members? And it took me a long time for me to really just say, uh, screw it. And let's just get in front of the mic for sure. uh, and, and make sure. it happen. That's fire, oh, man. man. Um, and that was in. Go ahead, come on, go ahead, go ahead. So Beer Talk Now started in 2018. 2018, nobody was really <laughs> my first interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my first interview was with my homie uh, Ajikari. He has uh, anonymityfilms.com. He he did uh, my intros on the YouTube. Like that man was like, bro, let's do it. He was the first person who I sat down and had a beer with and yeah. just was like, I just pressed record, man. And I was like, I was like, let's do it. So it, from there, it just never stopped. And then in 2019, yeah. it was kind of, I got a little bit more people, but it was really 2020 when I went to the San Francisco uh, opening gala, which is in San Francisco, California. They do it every year prior to COVID. And all the brewers we're talking about, there's 150 breweries just in the Bay Area alone. So the northern the northern part of California that everybody knows about the Bay Area, it's 150 breweries just in that very, it's real small compared to like, if you look at like New York, like Brooklyn, for example, or even, I mean, even, even Detroit, like Detroit places like that is, we don't, <laughs> the bay is just like this one niche spot. You can really just get places without traffic in like 30 minutes each, mm. uh, the hour the longest uh, uh, way. But as soon as I, he walked around with a camera behind me at the, um, at the beer fest, I mean, excuse me, at the uh, opening gala where you had all the brewers there and a lot of people, he told me right when he was micing up, he was like, bro, as soon as people see this camera, they see your beer talk now shirt. Um, they're going to start asking questions because nobody is going to have an actual cameraman behind them. They're all going to be on their phones. And he, he was like, you got to be ready for this. And I was like, mm. all right. As soon as that happened, man, literally like maybe 30 minutes into it, a lot of people just came up to me like, hey, what's Beer Talk now? I was like, man, it's a podcast where I focus on, on the you beer. Like, beer. Yeah. It's just, it, just went, it just went from there, man. So I just, I got to, like I said, I got to pay nothing but love, respect, homage to him because he really – he did a lot for me. Like he was like, he did all that for free. And that man, that's his career. So I was just like, I appreciate it. So every time I can, man, anonymityfilms.com, look that man up. That's a long spelling. I don't got it, yeah. <laughs> but try to find it. It's, right, it's right, right. Anonymity film. No, I'm going to check it out. Cause I'm also a filmmaker. So I'm going to, hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm hey, y'all have plenty to talk about, man. As soon as you said it, I was intrigued. You know what I'm saying? But, mm -hmm. um, that's what's up, man. That's, um, that's positive vibes. Um, Let's go back a little bit before uh, Beer Talk Now. Um, are you a, or were you at one time a brewer? No, I did one home brew in 20, 2016, 2017. I did one home brew, that was it. How did that turn out? <laughs> the, the family said it was, it was cool. So I was like, they didn't, they didn't pour it down a drain. It was just an amber. It was just a regular old amber ale. Um, uh -huh. And it was, it was cool, man. I, I had fun doing it. But cleaning the cleanup, <laughs> the cleaning the, uh, the the cry boy, the the bottles and all that, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this ain't. And that's just a small portion. So I just laugh at when home brewers who become yeah. like brewers of bigger brew, uh, brew bigger brew houses when they always they say the same thing. They didn't like cleaning. That was the only thing they didn't like as a home brewer. And mm -hmm. I'm like, but then you just jump into where you got like a, a hundred twenty gallon, I mean, hundred twenty. Uh, barrel system or a 60 barrel system and now you're doing double the amount of sanitation and they all just mm -hmm. be like yeah i know <laughs> and i'm just like all right crazy so do you have any um any history with beer at all no nah, man outside of drinking it? something that 
So you just started beer talk now because, like, because like you said, like to drink beer. Exactly, man. Like I okay. said, Monica, yeah, I thought eat food, eat food, drink beer, talk shit, man. That's, that's, that's what it is. No, nah, that's what's up. No, nah, for some reason, I thought you were like you had a history in the beer industry. You know nah, what I'm saying? But that's dope that you're that you're uh, taking something that you just have an interest in and you're exploring it. You know what I'm saying? With these different people. You know, it's fun, man. masters, um, people that have other, um, you know, influencers yes. of beer. Um, like y'all sales, man. You know what I mean? Come on. Don't, don't, you know, don't sell yourself Bro, short. look here, look here. You know we, we, Kamal, always say, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I hit Kamal up. It's like, yo, I be, man, I got imposter syndrome. Like, I don't, uh, it's like, man, gee, am I? Am I who I think I am? Like, I just like, we just like to drink right. beer and talk about rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't look at ourselves at all like, you know. Yeah, we're so in it. I'm, I know I'm so in it that yeah. I don't think about anything outside of, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, we just doing, we just drinking beer but, and, and talking quality, about rap. I don't yeah, think about who's watching. You know what I'm saying? The quality, um, but the quality that you, that y'all bring, man, like, the last, it was the, the last two. When I was just listening, how y'all broke it down, and one dude you had who had a, who had a uh, who had a I don't know if it was an LP EP that came out. Um, I was like, they, they really like when I when y'all say y'all really about this rap life, like for real, yeah. man, like hip hop for real. And I was like, that gave me just a whole lot of respect mm -hmm. for y'all because everybody got their niche. Like, I mean, shout out. I mean, um, is it? Is it beats and brews or brews and yeah? yeah. I forget the yeah. acronym, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We rock with them, yeah. They, you know, and just that, but they really like DJ and stuff. Like I was exactly. like, oh, you know what I mean? I was like, that's crazy. But then I love it because I was like, shout out to Chris and uh, uh, Beer Quest TV when he yeah. did when he showed. I remember it was probably like a year, two year, two years ago when he put the Biggie Smalls commercial for the beer uh, where Biggie was in Brooklyn, and I was mm -hmm. like, and I'm a big Biggie fan. And I was just like, oh, snap. I didn't know this man really liked beer like that. And, and Chris, like, he, he like for real Brooklyn, like hands down, man. And I was just like, that. it's always a space with, with that culture, with that hip hop culture. It's never nothing that you can put up against it that won't, won't uh, compliment it. Like hip hop will compliment everything, man. It don't matter what it is. So y'all just got, y'all just in that lane and it's a beautiful thing. Like just staying focused. Cause like when you step back 10 years from now, yeah. like my boy told me, my boy Ajakari, when he was like, man, just focus on the grind. Don't worry about how many people like a video. Don't worry mm, how many people actually right. watching. Don't worry if you only got one YouTube subscriber. Like, it is a marathon, like Nipsey Hussle said. And right. and I believe him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, little by little, when people actually say, hey, man, I really appreciate it. I think the one, probably the biggest thing for me was when uh, 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 one, of the one of the brewer assistants, our, our assistant brewer from uh, Dewey Brewing Company in Delaware, literally told the head brewer, and the co-founder to hit me up because like they, she liked what I was doing and we had an interview and I was like, that's like, you don't know who's listening. You don't know who's watching. And as yeah. long as you just keep to, to who you are, like y'all doing, yeah. man, I'm telling you, bro, it's going to well, be crazy. Well, let me, let me tell you this, honestly, um, you know, I appreciate what you do. Um, like the, especially your IG lives, man, like you're a very good conversationalist, you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, yeah. And, when you, and what I like is how you, like you said earlier, you talk to the people that are, you know, really in the, the brewing culture, you know what I'm saying? Whether it be, you know, the head brewer, whether it be the marketing person, you know what I'm saying? And you can pull, you know, certain stories out of them. And, you know, everybody has a journey, you know? Um, 
recently, you know, you have something new, actually. You kinky suds and my man's and, name. Oh, yeah, and uh, um, Black Bearded Nerd, Black Be- Yeah, y'all got the comic joint, right? The, oh, man. The- Fire. Oh, I'm telling y'all, it's a beautiful thing, man. Like, again, we're not one-dimensional, man. We got, I mean, come on, we're the original people, bro. And, not, and you know, not to just uh, toot your own horn, uh, you know, pat your own back, but at the end of the day, like, we we, we are creatives. We love that, man, especially with anime. I man, come on, Wu-Tang, bro, the Kung Fu. I remember watching Kung Fu Theater as a kid. Like I my cousin started watching uh, Yasuki. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get on that. I gotta. Oh, yeah, I just finished. I just finished that. Flying, like, uh, shout out Flying Lotus. You know what I'm saying? Man, but I just come on, man. Like I remember watching Kung Fu Theater with my 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 big cousin, and he like a lot of people on the West Coast. Like they they love Pac, but if you was watching, if you was doing watching anime or you was watching Kung Fu, like the old school joints, the ones like come on late at night. And oh, yeah. he was watching the the over the overdubs and all that stuff. You was they was listening to Wu Tang, man. Like they was for real. Like people did not sleep on Wu Tang on the West Coast either, man. Just it was to me like I just thought that that was a great thing. And black and uh, Ren, who's black bearded nerd. Yes. When me and him, yeah. When me and him had a conversation, he was like, he was like, bro, like I'm I'm big on this. And I was like, he was like, I think we got a lane for it. And then with uh, with Denise with Kinky Suds. Like I was just the energy she got. Like she literally breaks down anime from a from a uh, a, a, a philosophy type society viewpoint, yeah. and this just ties into her her being because you know she has a PhD yeah. uh, in science, She's but her beast, man. yeah, but just her just her being the way that she even breaks down beer. Like just having that conversation with her randomly on her live where she was like, "Let me see who's available," and we were supposed to set up a time. And I'm getting off of work and I'm like, screw it, I'm in the car then. We just we just gonna have this conversation. But she really us us three, like me and Ren talked and was like, man, we need to get Denise on uh, as a co-host. And yeah. Denise, I asked her and she was like, definitely. And like she come and dress up in the cosplay. It's like it's so many bro, like man, like fire. I before, bro. We just so we all different, man. Like we love stuff. I remember when anime, like my little cousin's going to college right now. Shout out to my cousin Chantier. She's going to UCLA. And I was like, she was like, they have in McClimas High School, which is in Oakland, California. She was like, no, they had an anime club. I was like, I remember as a kid, especially in high school, ninth grade, 13, 14 years old. If you tell anybody and you uh, was like, if you wasn't the only anime you could watch was Dragon Ball Z. Facts. Anything else, anything facts. else, they man, anything else, they was, they was, they was clowning you. Yeah. I used to come in with the with the Dragon Ball Z shirt, they used to like try to rip it off you. Like it was like you did not get that. Now you you fast forward and everybody. I mean, no. you got a whole black population that's on yeah. IG, just like yeah. with beer, and they are literally like cosplay. They literally going to Japan and like want to live there, and they want to. And you got a lot of you get like the Black Sands. I don't know if y'all uh, got the comic books for Black Sands Entertainment. Uh, yeah. I don't. I forgot where he was at, but he's he's doing. A, he got he just dropped his app for Black Sands, and so I downloaded that and I bought the comic books to show support because there are a lot of black people who want to be not just an anime, but the comic book world. Yeah. sci-fi and so it's just it's just fun times right now that's like my side thing like i love yeah. that that's just with passion like i'll do that just for free all day even with beer talk now but i just i know beer talk now has it i want to i want to get black people more in the industry really focus more so on distribution because we don't we make brewer we have breweries and all that stuff but especially for smaller breweries and for black folks is that distribution is key like i mean that's just with hip-hop man master p e40 too short it was like no nah, we don't need you to give us no advancement, we need you to give us distribution. So you give, you give us an 80-20 split, 
And then that means that you're just going to get, you just going to do the distribution, but we got to do all the work. And then when we finish with all the work, you take 20%, but that is, is better than a 360 deal. So mm-hmm. with us, I want us to do the same thing in craft beer. Right now you got a lot of black brewers who go through either smaller distributors or big distributors and get taxed. But as soon as we start getting together and do our own distribution, even if it start off small, or we do that like 80, 20 split with the bigger distribution, uh, distribution person, our company, then I, I mean, it's a win. So, yeah. So yeah, that, let, let me say this real quick, Kamal, and you yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, that's that talk that uh, Sam be talking about, Kamal. Uh, exactly. Shout out yes. to homie Sam, you know what I'm saying? Sam Ross, uh, the brother at the bar in, in Chicago, when brother we talked to him a couple episodes ago, or whenever we talked to him last, he was talking about, you know what I'm saying? You know, he was, he was big into distribution. Like most of the episode, he was just talking about, yo, we got to get into distribution. Mm. It's not saying me talking, yo, we got to get into distribution. <laughs> Actually, Otis, come Actually. on. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, come on, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so you're, you say you're not in the beer industry, right? No yeah. <laughs> history. All right. No. So, so with that in mind, uh, since you've been doing, you don't have any history before beer talk in the beer industry, but you've been talking to people. And apparently, obviously, um, you've gained knowledge and you feel strongly about this one particular topic of distribution. Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's solely and I'm going to I'm assuming, but that's solely is that solely through you talking to different people while doing beer talk now. Yeah. And, that, and, so, and that's okay. well, so with that in mind. Do you see yourself um, getting into the beer industry? Um, yeah. Do you see yourself trying to shift shift uh, these issues that you're you know that you're finding as you're talking to people? Um, do you see yourself getting into the industry at all? De- definitely, um, that's one thing. Which I've been be talking to my girl about like it's gonna probably be some long nights or long days coming up uh, for me because. Uh, I'm actually working with a company called Regrain, and if you you've seen one of my lives, uh, uh, not the last live, but the the two before that, I they they do they take spent grain and they make it into puffs. And so I saw I was, that, yeah, yeah. So I was talking with them, and I was like, I want to I want to be involved in that because I think that that is a need. Like, there's a couple of things I want to do with spent grain that I've been talking to a couple of brewers about uh, as far as like transportation and logistics of it, because a lot of farmers. Um, they use spin grain, but some of them, some of them don't because like it doesn't go through their system because they are a dry feed type of thing. So mm-hmm. I think that what regrain did uh, is something that I think is amazing because a lot of people, they just, they don't know about craft beer. So when you can take a waste product and make it into five grams of protein two I mean, five grams of fiber, two grams of protein, I think it's only like 120 or 200 calories for a bag. Um, it's like, to me, it's like, that's a no brainer. So I'm, I'm working with them. I just, I mean, I got to with the sales position with them, but they're, we're looking at doing other things. And that I think will be a catalyst for me to get more involved and understand how to take that to another level with distribution for the, a lot of the black brewers as well, because it's just, you need, you need to hit all those aspects. Like, what are you going to do to set yourself apart so that you can make a bigger impact? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we black and and now we become we black brewers and everybody see that. But again, me being kind of behind the scenes and being quiet when I'm at the breweries and kind of just listening, not everybody, but there's a lot of people who just kind of see us as, oh, that's just a lifestyle 
a brand. Like they're not really about it because again, they've mm-hmm. been in their own cert- they've been in their own four walls with everybody that looked like them. So now when we come in here and we come in loud, we come in like crown and hops, we we come we come in like weather souls, uh, we come in like soul brother, um, soul brother Bruin, if I got that uh, uh, his name right. We I mean you uh, um, ATL beer boutique, like we just are doing something mm-hmm. that's different because we just bring that vibe, we bring that that flavor, for, uh, you know, for the old school <laughs> into mm-hmm. into beer. So I definitely want to get involved in distribution. I know it's not going to just be like an easy thing because again, distribution is on lock, man, like a lot of things, but you just need that crack in the door. And like, you just got to find that, that, that way around to the people who don't want you to have access to it. So I'm definitely starting with regrain, seeing how we can get a lot of the brewers to give them spin grain. So they get bigger, me learn on they learn from them and then take it and see how I can do distribution to where we can, Instead of me, you know, like my mom say all the time, let me say you send a beer, like instead of beer packages appearing on your front door <laughs> and may or may not get it, get a federal offense, then I can do it. We can do it the legal way and like have that distribution. But you got to have you got to be with these bigger companies and you got to have a market for it. So definitely mm-hmm. want to get involved. So let me say real quick, uh, shout out to all the, the young people that might be watching or not watching you know what i'm saying but Listening, spotify apple yeah all of Google, that um, get all that in that's interesting that's dope that you know you have no history in the beer industry but you're getting into it by a way that is non-traditional you know what i'm saying you're not um you didn't go you didn't you know work at a brewery and learn from a brewmaster or learn the tricks of the trade through, you know, the normal route of a person that's trying to Mm. do what you're about to do. Um, You Mm. just had an interest in it and you decided, you know what, I'm going to get a camera. Shout out to Anemone. Anonymity. (laughs) Anonymity Films, man. Anonymity Films. And decided let me just hit record and as you're learning as you're learning it you're also learning there's issues in the industry that you also want to get into and now be through beer talk shout out i mean listen all the youngins you know what i'm saying you're learning all of this through through Mm. this through ig and through beer talk now and how you're doing your thing and now you're able to be in conversation with regrain and things like that and mm. you know i think it's dope that you that you've uh you're able to do that the non-traditional way yeah. you know what i'm saying it's, just through pure passion just and pure and, and conversation and it's yeah. a, it's the it's the lane man like you gotta I get all the time from my, my family because they, especially my, my cousins and my homies, like for real, like they are your biggest critics and can, yeah. <laughs> can be your, they can be your biggest fans or your, or your worst, your worst enemy at the same time. But they tell me all the time, man, you got, you got to do this and that. And it always pushed me to want to get to that, that level, but I know what it is I want to do. Like Anthony yeah. Bourdain probably wanted to, probably mm. one, one of only the few white men. Cause again, I don't look up to a lot of white men, <laughs> um, but he is, but the reason why, I like his story and why I was like, I'm going to do that with beer. And like, for real, and why me and Chris vibe so much from beer quest TV is cause like 
it's a lane for that. Like a lot of people don't know about beer. A lot of black people do like beer, especially black women. I mean, there's a lot of black men who love beer, but black women are like, when I say they making a foothold in this industry for collaborations like ATL yeah. Beer Boutique, I forgot the other lady who uh, Jen put on her, uh, ATL Beer Boutique put on her IG and I forgot where, to, where she's out of, but she had like a cider place, but she also makes beer. She making waves. You got uh, black beard chick, you got Afro beard chick. Uh, ABC was popping. Like, so being that you are, you know, from the West Coast and whatnot, um, I feel like, you know, I always hear about, there you go, I always hear about L.A., you know what I'm saying, and all the history there. Um, but you, I believe at the beginning of the show, you said you were, um, you, you're from, originally from Oakland, right? Yep, that's correct. All right, so being some Midwest Chicago dudes, you know what I'm saying, all I know about Oakland Obviously, you know what I'm saying? I know the Panthers, you know what I'm saying? Their, their history and whatnot in Oakland, you know. I'm a football fan, so I know about, you know. The Raiders, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just win, baby, win. I know all that. But uh, what, what's your experience, you know what I'm saying, with Oakland, the culture, rap, whatever, you know what I'm saying? What, what's Oakland like? Tell us about oh, that. Oh, man. The city of Oakland, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be like any city that got a whole bunch of black people. You know, cheers to y'all. See, this one got a little shout out to, you know, Oak Park Brewing, Blondell. Um, Word. The city of Oakland, man, growing up in Oakland, one thing I love about Oakland is that Oakland always lets you be who you were. <laughs> so if you if you thought you was you thought you was gonna be on the street, be a be a D-boy or in the trap or whatever the word you want to be, then they'll, te they'll test your mirror for that. Mm -hmm. uh, if you if you was a if you was a square, well, a little hip square, um, like I, I claim myself to be, then you know you had your own lane for that. It 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 never <clears throat> the city never tried to force somebody to be something that they weren't. But now if you try to pretend he was always, he was definitely going to get checked. Yeah. Like in any city, man, like any city where you try to be tough, act like you hard, somebody going to always test that, test your merit and see if you're really about it. But as right. far as the, the creativity and the, and the culture, when it comes to black folks, man, I remember, especially in Oakland at the time we had what we call turf dancing back when I was in like, like high school. And like, I, I, I can, I can just, picture like it was yesterday where when we when dudes was dancing out on the block in, in West Oakland they literally one dude had like Michael Jackson shoes on it was crazy so like everybody had they they gimmick of like what they would do but like he had got on his tippy toe and spinned around like he was a ballerina right but it was just clean and I was like this is crazy and everybody like east side we got three parts of Oakland you got West Oakland East Oakland and North Oakland yeah uh, all small except for East Oakland because it, it ties into a bigger part like San Leandro San Lorenzo all that but Everybody had their own thing. Like East Oakland is known most, mostly because you got too short. Uh, the, the Raiders played in the Coliseum, but it was always like the real hustler part of part of Oakland, California, just because you had so much going on. It's so many little small streets and pockets that everybody had. They, they it, like some people have neighborhoods. For Oakland, it was always like this is this is our street. So I lived on Thirty Second and Magnolia. That was that was that was our block. And then right around the corner, somebody else. We still we still knew each other, but you kind of was just in your lane so anytime somebody asks you especially if they from oakland where you're from uh they won't just say oakland they'll, they'll, they'll let you know like for me i always tell people i'm from 32nd magnolia dogtown west oakland and mm. then people are like man that's a long title but yeah. other people from oakland understand that because you just can't say you from oakland because a lot of people would just be like i'm from oakland and then you ask them what part and they'll say like alameda and that's not oakland <laughs> they'll tell you mm. san lorenzo that's not oakland like you really like, and y'all got in, in, in probably y'all neighborhood too, wherever, yeah. you, wherever you're really from, people really know that you, you're from that area. Like they know if you know, like for me in West Oakland, they know if you've been to the Defermary Park, which is on, 
on Adeline Street, or they know you've been on, on in Linden Park, which is right across the street and around the corner. Like yeah. those things was cool, but like as a kid, I never, <clears throat> I never really felt like you had to be something different. Like I never wanted to be like in that street life. And it was also my grandfather. A lot of OGs, like I'm talking people that was in like the 70s and 80s uh, in Oakland. Really, they were still owning their own houses or. Uh, they build like a community center or something like that, but they really try to be involved with the youth. And that probably is from like that Panther Panther type of mentality where you feed the neighborhood um, mm -hmm. and you take care of the elderly. So that's something in Oakland that even though I wasn't really uh, prevalent to it and understanding it, that was something that constantly uh, oozed out out of you at Oakland. Like that's just something that you had that pride. Uh, and then also like the, the music too, like my mom always tell me all the time it's a it was a, it's a historic hotel called the California Hotel, which is in uh, it's in West Oakland. And she was like, yeah, James Brown used to come through there. And and they would just talk about all the just all the influential people come in. And then which I think a lot of people who come to Oakland are especially in that 60s and 70s times, what they really remember is like the, the movie The Mac. And my mom never let me watch that movie. <laughs> but like San Pablo <laughs> Avenue was where is where all the action happened. Like my mom was like, you. You know, like she growing up and she was born in 62. So when she was growing up in like in the 70s and in the, in the you know, it was it was just a different type of uh, a culture then. But it was always something where you just had to make a way out of no way. And, and I think every black person does that. But just the uh, Oakland and the Bay Area as a whole, man, it always made you just go do something and like whatever you do, just put, just, just put the hustle spirit to it. Like, and especially like running my mouth, man, that's Oakland all day. Like you, yeah. there's people in Oakland who will run, who will talk to you to your ear fall off and you <laughs> fall asleep, wake up and they still talking. And I'm just like, man, I learned to calm down a little bit, but as a kid, it was like, you just had to go back and forth, man. You can never let somebody out talk you or clown you or anything like that. You just had to go with it. But Oakland is a beautiful city, man. It changed a lot uh, because of the technology. Uh, the, the Silicon Valley area, a lot of people, a lot of white mm -hmm. people, and even black people too, who came from different states and cities. Like they came in the Oakland because they really like San Francisco or they like Silicon Valley. But most people, when they say Silicon Valley, they don't even know where that's at. They just think that the Bay as a whole is Silicon Valley. It's more so on the Redwood City, um, um, uh, uh, not San Rafael, but Redwood City, parts like South San Francisco, and then some parts of like just downtown San Francisco where you have a lot of the bigger uh, companies that work with uh, tech, but Silicon Valley is always out like Pleasanton, Redwood City, that's farther out from Oakland. That's probably like 45 minutes to an hour away. Um, yeah. And then some of some places like uh, Redwood City, you got to cross the bridge to get to. So you're talking about a $6 bridge toll just to get over there. So, so Oakland's changed quite a bit. Uh, you still got black people um, who do their best to have a, the small businesses or be, or be have ownership in the city, but as a whole, like, a lot of people got priced out, like in every city that's black where white people come to move back. They did the white flight, then they came back in. <laughs> and then probably another 50 years is going to be the same exact thing. They're going to white flight back out because they want to go back to the suburbs and, and have more space, like a lot of people because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just crazy. It look, Oakland looks a lot more uh, put together and aesthetically pleasing now. Um, yeah. But the 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 vibe it's only certain parts of oakland where it still got that same vibe that hustlers that hustler vibe and not in a negative way just to, mm. to go out there and get it and just have that you know that that just that blackness of like what's up with you pound that hug all that stuff like that man so yeah yeah that's Oakland. all right let's uh 
let's go ahead and we're going to transition some into some music talk as I uh, crack Red. open. Yeah. <laughs> as I crack open my uh, Magic Carpet uh, Bunnies uh, IPA. This is a Citra and HBC 586 and mm. Mosaic hopped uh, joint from um, Solemn Oath. Mm. Um, yeah, man, this joint is it. They, they, when I talked to the young lady at the bar, she said it was a hazy. It is, as far as just, you know what I'm saying, the look and whatnot of it, but it kind of really come off a little West Coast at the front. You know what I'm saying? It's not really, you know, what I would consider my traditional more super duper juice. Uh, this is um, Magic Carpet Bunnies from um, Solomon Oak. You know what I'm saying? Bunnies. Yeah, it is, it is a hazy, but yeah. up front is so hot for it. And, you know, typically my, the, the hazy, because I'm a people who don't know, you know, I'm a super, super duper huge fan of Hot Butcher. They probably just, they, Hot Butcher in Chicago didn't turn me out to, you know, what I think a hazy, hazy should be. So I'm probably just biased. I don't know. But anyhow. Um, Shout out to Solomon because I rock with them. You know what I'm saying? But anyhow, um, DJ Khaled, man. DJ Khaled. Khaled, Khaled. <laughs> uh, joint that dropped um, recently. Come on, what number is this? Do we know what number project this is for Khaled? This might be number nine or ten, actually. Mm. This is a lot of albums, right? All right, so since I'm talking, I'll kick it off. I rock with Khaled. <laughs> Do you need a laugh? I rock with Khaled. You know I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. I rock with Khaled. Uh, he do his thing. I really love his energy. It's all bless up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's all positive. Bless up. You know what I'm saying? He really <laughs> has a very, Yeah. <laughs> Another. He, has an, he has an infectious personality. Um, I, on this joint, I do like coming out the gate. I do like I did it. I do mm -hmm. like every chance I get. Hot take. I really, really like Lil Baby, man. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna ask that. I wait. I wait, really rock. I really rock with him. I've rocked with him now since Street Gossip. Um, mm. um, the My Turn joint his album last year was good. I like This Is My Year. Is that the uh the her joint? Is that the her joint? No, the her joint is We Going Crazy. We Going it's Crazy is hard. Yeah, We yeah. Going Crazy. I like the the Jamaican reggae flip. You know what I'm saying? That joint was good, and you can't go wrong with her. Obviously, I'm a Drake fan. I like I like the pop star drink. Whatever. That's been out for like a year now. Oh, but, it's been a minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I like I Sorry Not Sorry. Can we yeah. please let Nas and Jay just exist as individuals on a track together without mm. everybody having to say, yo, I think Nas killed Jay-Z. Yo, I think Jay killed... Can, can we, people, please? Man, they can't, they can't do it because everybody, everybody wants that, like, who's the best uh, lyricist-wise. But cool. I'll be honest, man, and I'll let you finish with Sorry Not Sorry. I was just like, that's cool. It was just, it, they, they just vibe with the beat to me. Yeah. They, threw some, they threw in some key things, kind of like when Jay-Z did the, uh, the 444, the Dumbo, when he talked about, you know, that he could have bought it for $2 million, now it's worth $20 million. Like that's kind of the vibe I got for it. It wasn't like they was spitting like these fire bars. That's what I people. said. I like, said the oh same thing. Like, it was just, it was I just like when I first when I first heard it though, and this ain't even when you said we was gonna do Khaled and Khaled. I just was on YouTube and I accidentally clicked the like it was like the search button or Safari button, whatever the little icon yeah. that looked like a compass, and they had that video up. So I pressed play and I was like, yeah, it's cool. I mean. Like, sorry, not sorry, it's, it's cool. But I was just like, people was like, oh, man, Jay-Z murdered him or Nas killed it. I was like, they weren't even, they wasn't even Bro. talking to each other. They were talking That's what about I'm saying. 
like they talking about investments, cryptocurrency. Crypto? They talking about they talking about look at look look at look at the 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 seeds I planted and now the fruit that I'm getting. I mean, like, come on, man. Let's let's be real, bro. I don't I don't know if at any point we're gonna allow them to to just exist. I do appreciate. It could have been a harder track. Mm. Yeah, ahead. but but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that what happens is um with the, with the song like this when it's Nas and Jay is that I don't think we'll ever get what we really want. I, I and I don't know what we want is is my thing. Like they're so good, it would be like, come on, you're a film guy. Who's the contemporary for Quentin Tarantino? Right? Who 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 would that be? Mm. Whoever that is, they join together and they make a movie, right? Or it'll be like, whatever, whoever, whatever contemporaries you want to put together, we would expect nothing but, you know, yeah. the best of the best. But it's like, any joint they've done, what's their best joint? So they have the Black Republican joint off Nas's album, Hip Hop is Dead. They have the joint on Jay-Z's American Gangsta. The, um, I like success. I like Success, that. right. And what else do they have together? Hmm. Either yeah. way, my point is that yeah. They're never going to satisfy us, I don't think. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So I just appreciate Sorry for Not Sorry. Sorry, Not Sorry for what it is. I like Nas's bars. I like the elder statesman uh, talking points that they have on this joint. Yes. They're just two older guys that's giving you bars. But and, video, and I, you go ahead. I'll kick it to you. To me? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Man, okay, I took my notes. I told y'all, man, I can't prepare. Um, <laughs> I was like, let me see. Uh, I'm going to have to put... You know, definitely got to put thankful because I just like I just rock with that soulful. I'm in the church uh, chorus that's going on with there within the background. You know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't flashing light ultra. I mean, it wasn't ultra light beam, but yeah. it, but it was it still had that vibe. So yeah. I was like, cool. I wrote down the chorus. I was like, chorus is pretty cool. You know, uh, Jamar. I mean, Jamar, whatever his name is, like he mm -hmm. he do cool. Um, I like uh, the the every chance. You know, a little baby. Little baby was on this on this album quite little a bit. Baby is good. Um, uh, big paper. The reason why I like big paper is because I was like, it reminded me, and I'm not saying it's on the same level, but it reminded me of like the quiet storm when Kim just went like just gutter um, and just really just gave you a whole lot of just raw, like it was almost like somebody was getting pimp slapped. Like that's what I got from, from, from that, from that. It was mixtape Cardi for sure. She was just in her bag. You know what I'm saying? Man, she was just. And, and she, and she really just, and it wasn't like, I didn't really like the, like the 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 chorus but like when she just was rapping it was just like it was it was with aggression and like yeah. most of the time like i like cardi b's albums man a lot of people can say what you want to say about cardi but she knows she whoever she's working with or however she makes her courses up like they just know how to to fit her as a as an artist but this right here was like okay that's what i'm talking about like now we're talking now we're talking greasy now we about yeah. to really about to get yeah. in and i really i thought she was gonna start throwing some names out like i'm so serious i thought she was just about yeah. to just put everybody on blast but she didn't do that so i respected it um definitely like bo uh, body in motion but you know bryson tiller like he just i'm an r&b dude so i was just like yeah he gonna he gonna do that even the same thing with um like pop star we talked about because again with drake I, and I like the beat on uh, like this is my year, a boogie. I didn't really like the I the did. flow. Yeah, like the 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 way he was flowing with the beat. It was I know it was trying to be like a little step above, a step ahead, or a step uh, behind. But I kind of yeah. wasn't like getting it. But I'm a Diddy fan too. Like when I was a kid, Bad Boy man, Biggie Smalls. Was, was, so every time you hear Diddy talk shit, I was like, yeah, Diddy winning. He, he winning on that one. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I put sorry, not sorry, just because again, I like again the grown men yeah. talking about grown man stuff. They like like Jay Z said, he's like, you know, I can't, you can't be in a hallway, you know, he's like you gotta, you know, sound stupid to me, you know, what I mean, this is how you prove it to me, like for real. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what's that? I can I can have it all because hers on there, you know. Shout out Yay Area, Vallejo, California. So her, she went in that, and then. I'm a big Drake fan, so of course I like Grease. You know what I mean? I just, you know, I maybe maybe y'all don't feel it, but it is what it is. And then where you where you come from, like that is something like I know you talked about the one where her was singing on it, but the the where you come from, that's where it was like, okay, we put the reggae vibe in it with her. Now we got the real reggae. We got like some we got some OGs in the reggae world that's really about to show y'all how they do it. And that like I had that up in the car the whole way to that to the um, to the house, like just like man, put that on repeat. What's like, my man's yeah. name that's on that joint? Uh, uh yeah. Banton and then uh Oh yeah, Bougie Banton. Yeah, Bougie Banton. Uh, wasn't he on the verses? Yeah, no, no, no. It was um it was it was uh it was ah oh, I can't remember. Uh, what was that? Was that, was that um, it was Beanie Man versus, versus um Bounty Killer. Bounty okay, Killer. Bounty okay. Killer was yeah, on there. Yeah, 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 apologies. Yeah, yeah. So Bounty Killer's on this joint, though. That's, that's yes. what I mean. And he um, killed it too. I like Bounty Killer voice, man. He just sound like he about to grab somebody and, like, shake him. <laughs> People got to relax. Look here. Bounty Killer, Bounty Killer versus um, Beanie Man. All right? I know we love the Isleys and, you know, the Ghosts and the Rays and all that. If you haven't seen Bounty Killer versus uh, Beanie Man, check that joint out. That joint was fire. That versus was crazy. And that's during COVID where nobody was. That's coming. Only, only going to, <laughs> that might have been the first in-person when they was like, nah, man, we got it. Exactly. Right. We, got was, man, man. <laughs> we got to. We got to. We be in a room together. And the, cop, the cop popped up on him and was like, he was like, you gonna, you really going to be like this? He was like, gonna are be, you going to be that you gonna guy? You're going to be that guy? You're going <laughs> gonna to be that guy. Come on. No, fire. No. But go ahead, Kamal. Go ahead. So for me, um, you know, DJ Khaled is a great personality. Uh, he's entertaining. I like Khaled. Uh, I knew long ago his name was Khaled Khaled. So when I saw the title of it, I'm like, oh, that's funny. You know what I'm saying? It's his actual name. Mm. Um, his real name is actually Khaled Khaled. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. I like this. This album made me, like, really appreciate Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like we going crazy with her and the Migos. Um, I like Pop Star, even though like it's been out for a year. Yeah. Um, I like Pop Star more than I like Grease, actually. Yeah. Oh no, no, hands down. I just like uh, I just like Grease because Drake was just in it. He's just in his bag, man. Whenever yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Singing, he's just in his bag. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um. You know, I want to say that I like, um, you know, certain songs like Justin Timberlake's Just Be. Um, but the thing about it is that, you know, lately on his last, at least his last like two or three projects, Khaled has been taking these old songs that are more or less like 10 years old. They're not like, mm. like, yeah. like oldies. But they like newer songs. They might be even 20 years old, you know what I'm saying? Which yeah. I guess is old, but for newer I see listeners, like younger listeners, it might be new for them. He's yeah. sampling more newer type of joints. Yeah, he's sampling yeah. more newer joints, which is kind of 
which is weird for me to hear because I know these songs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it don't yeah. feel old, you know what I'm saying? It don't feel like you sampling, That's like you point. digging in the crates, you're recreating yeah. uh, stuff that already don't need to be touched right like, now, going, at least, you know what But I'm we saying? going crazy, we going crazy. I mean, like, that's that's why, I like, even though I like I like that song, though. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I didn't like it because, I mean, her killed it, yeah. but I was just like, I heard this over and over and over again. Like, people have used this sample so many times that I was just like, yeah. yeah. And when you when they put this on, I mean, they put it on the radio or whenever the club opened back up, then people are going to do, like, put your hands up, you know, like you did with, with the, with the T-Pain. All I do is win. I just was like, come on, Cal. Like, I want you to, want, yeah. like you were saying, I want you to really get in there and, and hit us with something that was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's 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 nice. That's nice. But yeah. I didn't get can much I, of it. Can I play a little devil's advocate though? Go ahead. Maybe we're getting to the age though where our stuff, right? <laughs> I mean, how does your <laughs> come on stop it, G? <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying? I'm pretty <laughs> sure as much as we love this can be life, maybe my dad feels like that Harold Melvin joint shouldn't be touched, right? Mm-hmm. Like, gee. I probably, he probably never heard it, but he probably, if I let him hear, like, yeah, they probably could left it. You see what I'm saying? Like, so, are we getting old, guys? I don't know. Gee, I like, I don't, I don't, maybe it's see, just Khaled, <laughs> Khaled is older than us, if not around yeah, the same yeah. age. So, to be sampling stuff that is of our same era is just weird for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you. it's not like one joint. It's several joints. You know what I'm saying? It's several songs. Hmm. Um, the we going crazy. Uh, the just be that samples ghost face. All that I got is you. Yeah, I wasn't. You know yeah, I, when I heard that, I said, I said, come on, gonna have a problem with this shit right here. Go I'm ahead. I'm like, <laughs> what? This don't even fit sound. So it don't it don't have the same energy. It don't have the same. Yeah, you know stuff like uh, um, uh. Uh, what else on here, man? He, <laughs> he got some stuff that's like, you took that song, G. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this what he do I, though. I, I had a I had a major issue on whatever album that was where uh they did the the um the Rihanna joint. What's the Rihanna mm. joint? I don't know the name of. I know. <laughs> I know it's what you're talking about. And it's uh, like, why would you do that song? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's already a, a hit, but that's from our era, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's only, like, 15 years old or something. Is it that old that you can, like, sample it and redo it? Come on, it? man. That's like, but that's like Hitmaker, though. Come on, man. Like, Hitmaker, all they do is take the 90s and, you know what I mean, the 90s, and sometimes they take the 2000 joints. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... Like, like I mean, if it's fire, you know fire. what? If it, I feel like if it was now, see, Hitmaker, if it's spread out, yeah, then I'm okay with that. But on one project, you know, so for me, so for me, this album didn't really, you know, I just told OT before we started recording this joint. I listened to the project like a good five times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just throwing it on, just chilling, doing stuff, listening, and it didn't. Uh, my co-host I, is coming in, man. Hold on. You good. Do your thing. I'm about to do the no, same thing good, in a second. You good. good. <laughs> we all know what the, we all know what it's like, man. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah. See, beautiful. Say hi. Say hi. 
we all know what it's like. You yeah, all. Yeah, she was crying. She was like, she was like, Dad, Dad, you know what time it is, but that's right, good. right. But go ahead, man. Let me not catch you off. She good. But she no, good. but you know, like, you know, we should ask her what she think about all this. Music. <laughs> I know, you know, I try not to play all the cussing, man. You know, we be we got the swear <laughs> jar up to probably like a thousand dollars already. You all good. <laughs> but you know, come on, come on. yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a move on. <laughs> sorry, not the sorry, not sorry joint. When I first heard it, I was excited because, of course, it's Nas and Jay. But yeah. see, I come up now. See, here's the issue I feel with the track. For people that grew up knowing Nas and Jay Z, that do mm-hmm. what Nas and Jay Z do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I feel like. I feel like older people are a little disappointed. I actually do believe, like, they could have came harder than it. Like, Nas and Jay-Z becoming hard, G. And the bars were cool, but it was so polished and beautiful. You know what I'm saying? These cats, we know, we heard these cats get get it in when they was beefing. I'm saying, and that's why I knew you was gonna see, but that's the thing. That's to, to the point. Like, and they not beef it. I know. But even on their regular songs, they come harder than what they came on this beautifully polished, sing songy uh, hook. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. Do you think and they should have came harder on this kind of song, though? Yes, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Always. I'm gonna say Be-Nail, no. Email yes. Come on, no. Okay. I'm going to say no because of what the track was. But I think that it was, you know, I think that uh, Khaled made it very, uh, he tried to make it an event. He tried to make it, uh, you know, he knows what it means to get Nas and Jay on a track. Mm. So that's a win for him. That's a fact. But at the same time, it could have been a stronger song. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It could they could have really gotten a bag if they had the right beat, but they That's but he made it very polished, very uh upscale and and rich, rich sound. Drake esque, man. That's you can just say it. It was I was just waiting for but Drake. Even Drake to pop could out get and, that even Drake could come up harder than both of them first. But I'm saying I was just waiting for Drake to come in the song. I thought I thought he was gonna be a Drake should have been on the hook. Feature. That's what I'm that saying. Sound like Drake on the hook. That's a I'm just saying. Yeah. The champagne right. poppy was gonna come out and just just start firing out <laughs> rounds on him, and I'm gonna be like, "Come on, man!" And yeah. he would have killed both of them. I'm saying, he killed both of them. Come on, but it you was, know, yeah. but it's like you know, I I for older people, for younger people that's oh. hearing the song, they're like, "Okay, it's just Drake and Nas." <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just Jay and Nas. Why? Okay, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. These cats don't even know what these guys do. Mm. And that song was, oh, it, the song is okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. I was not, I, I was not a fan of it, man. Yeah, I'm just being honest. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It wasn't, it wasn't good. And, <laughs> and on top of that, the video was done by number one music video director evolved every hip-hop music video director trying to be like hype williams hype williams wow and wow. this video was lackluster g 
It was lackluster. I was like, are they a casino? Is that what's going on? <laughs> it's like they sitting in one space. They Bro, might I have no idea it. what that video was about, G. Nah, me like, It could have been so much here? more. Yeah. It could have been so much more. But they banked on the on the concept of Jay and Nas together, which is an outdated idea for younger people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And for older people, we looking like, I don't, but I don't know. That's my feeling. I know what hype can do. I know what Jay can do. I know what Nas can do. Mm. And I think everybody in that whole situation was kind of rolling off the idea of Nas and Jay being on a track together. Mm. And, and they rolled off of that more than what they could have, what they didn't make the most of the situation. They just said, we got Nas and Jay. That's, that's, that right there is enough. Yeah. And they moving off yeah. of that. Like this joint is a single. Yeah. It's a single? You making this your whole single, dude? Not, it's not happy about the sorry, not sorry joint. Well, hey, how you doing, girl? <laughs> I'm, yeah, we all, look, it's all, it's all yeah. The wife but, uh, at, at work, I, so, you I, know. I think yeah. overall, though, <laughs> overall on the album, I was like, this is definitely... And uh, Khaled does this a lot. Again, you gotta get you gotta get the you gotta get the radio spins. You gotta get the hits. Right. Um, and this is what it was. I still think that there, <clears throat> he could have went more in depth. I mean, he could have he could have did a whole lot of stuff, man. At the end of the day, Khaled know his lane. He know that that he get he, and and where he's at right now is just kind of like to what you're talking about, like with with Nas and Jay. Like they had a level towards just kind of like when they get together, it's because they want to do it. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, Jay might have not even done the track, or Nas might not even have done it. So for Khaled to have it to your point, he's just like, "Oh man, we win it." Uh, so I just, got, I got it. I gotta make it. I gotta make it as simple as possible for them, so that they could, they could just, they could just talk about that that grown. And you could tell even in the video how like the way that they were body language was in the video was exactly to me how they did the verse. It's kind of like, man, I just wrote this. Not even wrote it. I just thought about it in five minutes. Yeah. And I just put it down, and it's like it's done. And I'm just like, oh, man. And that's why when a lot of people are like, oh, the sorry, not sorry. And I'm just like, yeah, it's sorry, not sorry, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's exactly what it is. Like, sorry, not sorry that we didn't bring the fire that y'all wanted. Like, we just going to just leave it at that. Like, I want, I want to elevate. Like, put Cole on there, man. I mean, like, something, man. Because Cole would have killed that. He would have killed Cole would have killed it. And then yeah. they would have stepped their bars exactly. up. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. You put Cole, you put Drake on there. I mean, you put you put Kendrick. You, I mean, hell, you man, you put the baby, I mean, the baby on there, and the baby would at least put more energy in the damn song. I know it was a slow joint. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. Like, man. don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. I got another B and another B. Don't forget the other. <laughs> yeah, B. that's cute. That's cute. That's yeah. cool. That's whoa. Oh, but that's not like soup. That's not bars. Nah. Nah. That's not bars. You know what I'm saying? Not at that's all. cute, but that's not bars. And it was all right. <laughs> Nas and, right. And Nas he stayed with the Beyonce entendres, G. The 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 yeah. B B I I I don't yeah, know. And I'm, yeah. I'm tired of I'm tired of like, yeah, man, love your wife. I respect it. I'm just tired of like the triple, double, whatever entendres that you're doing. It's like that's not fire. Like you've done it already. <laughs> like it's not fire. And like that's the thing. I think one thing, and I'm, you know, I'm gonna just kind of take it to like hip hop overall. Like hip hop is like a, 
it, it's they say it's a young man's sport, and they don't show love to the to the OGs. And I think that the OGs at times, uh, they don't they they don't like as you reinvent yourself, or if you at this top level, it's still like you gotta you gotta show people like Nas has done that too. Nas and Jay both have shown people like this is why people respect us lyrically, not just because we making money, but this is what we did for hip hop, yeah. and yeah. like that. And that for me, for us as as people who've been watching them, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you gotta, you just gotta bring it, man. Like you gotta bring it. And if you ain't gonna bring it, like I like you said, man, put Cole on there. Yeah. Put Cole on there and let him spit and Cole will spit something and make, and make both of them uncomfortable. And that's what I wanted to hear. I wanted some uncomfortability. I want them to be like, show these people you got bars so that the young cat, the young generation can be like, oh, this is, this is, this is different. You know, you can still spit the grown man stuff and throw the heat. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. for me, like one of the better tracks is because uh, I didn't mention this before, but the "Let It Go" joint with Justin Bieber. And- <laughs> <laughs> I, I turned it, man. I ain't even gonna lie. Bro. I was oh. like, I, can't, I, can't. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go back. Hey, man. Hey, man. Twenty One Savage, man, man, is becoming one of my favorite. Like, he's good on guest tracks, on features. Yeah. He's good. Like his last album was good. Oh yeah, I just didn't listen. Like I heard Justin singing, and I was like, "All right, I'm done." But I should have listened to the whole thing. You, you're right. No, I'm serious. I should have listened to the whole thing. I still, I'm still not over the Janet thing, bro. I'm still not over that, and I'm still not over like Prince would have want me. Nah, bro. Prince, Prince didn't want you to do nothing, bro. What are you talking about? What are you? Ta- I know you're paying homage to him, but bro, relax, relax. Oh, Justin, like, Tim- Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you relax, brother. Relax. <laughs> You're not in that lane. You're not in that lane, bro. <laughs> You're not in that lane. That's all. Yeah. I should let go of my bias and still listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we all feel the same about Calic Calic. <laughs> yeah. We ain't, we ain't just felt this way about an album in a long time, I'm going to say, man. Like, where we just like, eh. and that's exa- But that's what I get from Calic most of the like he has singles, don't get me wrong, but like album wise, I've never, I never sat through a whole album of Cali. Like in all nine that he's done, like, like the features that he had, like that's just like the Ace Hoods, like all that, like that's like that's the fire. But like as a compilation, I mean, as an album as a whole, I'm just kind of like, all right, all right, and that's what I did with this album. Like I'm telling you, for me, the hardest one, I got to go back to Cardi, just because like I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Somebody like a Somebody is really like biting into the beat. Like, man, I'm about yeah, to kill yeah. this. You know what I mean? I'm about to go crazy on it. Yeah. Like, that's what I was waiting for, man. Anyway. Yeah, man. <laughs> Beers and bars. D Neil, we appreciate you. That that was a, a wild event for you. I didn't even episode. finish this one, man. I was about to crack this open, but I know hey, we had, a, you know. No, we good. We good. We good. Yo, uh, D Neil, I appreciate you. We're gonna have to do this again, man. Oh man. Hey, I gotta get y'all, I gotta get y'all on the show. Not so like many, I said, I'm switching over to the stream. You know huh? uh, he said next time we're not so many technical difficulties. Oh yeah, man. I get y'all. I'm gonna get y'all when I when I get the I got the stream yard. I got the stream yard beer talk now. So I'll get okay. y'all on that so we can go live and then I can edit some clips, put it on IG, tell people to come to the YouTube. Y'all know how y'all do, man. Y'all, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a diff I'll, I'll reach out to y'all once I get everything set up. But this is again first trial run with the with the iPhone using that as a webcam because I told them I ain't giving them no more money, man. 
you know, my, my, my girl got me man. getting Apple everything, and I was like, we got to buy some stock in Apple if I'm about to be buying all this Apple stuff. Man. <laughs> That's a fact. Yo, beers and bars, man. I appreciate you, man. Hey, man. And I, and I, and everybody, let me tell the audience, man, they really got, they really got to respect what y'all doing out here, man, because y'all really, y'all really got y'all lane. Y'all really like some true hip hop. Just mm. like, like get in the mud, like, and I, and that's one thing that a lot of people just we go mainstream all the time, and we don't show the respect to the to the people coming up, man. And that's one thing for me that I fell off with hip hop with is because the underground people really never get that love it, 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 <clears throat> unless they become mainstream. But y'all really finding like y'all really. Not only just lyrics, but y'all also talk about beats too, and that's a key thing too. Because yeah. we all know, before I get off of here, we love Nas. Nas got nothing but lyrics, but sometimes that man beat selection. I know he don't. He want to be unorthodox. Yeah. I'm like Nas, bro. Like that beat was trash, and like, and somebody really got to tell that man, like, bro, that's a trash beat. <laughs> like that's just trash, bro. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Like my cousin, a big Lupe Fiasco <laughs> fan, and I, it's some Lupe beats, and I'm like, Lupe, this is this is. Stop acting like you better than a beat, bro. Like, I need you to spit them bars, but spit it on a beat. That's what, you, what you can't do, you can't come up here and disrespect Nas and Lupe. I'm not disrespecting and them, bro. Just come on. We got to be honest, okay. though. Look, I, I like Lupe. Uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disrespecting I'm just keeping it real, man. Y'all know there's some No, 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 no. I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm just being you. honest. <laughs> No, just funny because those are like my top two, my favorites. Yeah. And it went back to back. So just yeah. real. Yeah, I yeah. Got, I, I love Lupe, man. Lupe does stuff that a lot of artists would not do. They would not, even though they talk about being, you know, speaking something different, like Lupe really about that, man. Like he, to me, he's one of the few artists that get respect from all the mainstream artists because he will murder them. <laughs> like when it comes to the, the bar for bar, like he would, he would murder them, bro. And like just hands down, period. Yeah. But anyway, all right, man. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Can't wait to the next episode, man. I'm gonna get y'all on on the show. We are gonna have a good time. Yeah, man. Beers and bars. I'm gonna finish this 18.5 with the fam. No doubt, man. I'm gonna yeah. give you another one too, man. And watch this baby. <laughs>